0: Welcome to the David Frogger Leadership Podcast, where we believe that as long as there's breath in your lungs, there is a race to run, helping you decide what you want in life and show you how to lead and disciple. You can check us out at www.kingdominitiative.org. That is www.kingdominitiative.org. Subscribe and share. Also, check us out on YouTube at K-I Productions. Subscribe and share. So, you can stay up to date with some incredible content and stories we will be sharing. Once again, thank you for pressing play. Without further ado, let's dive into the nitty gritty.
1: Who wants to use bubblegum as this intro? My hitter. Bubble yes. Bubblegum. Hey. Hey, hey bubblegum, hey, for me. Hey, hey, bubblegum, hey, bubblegum, bubble hey, bubble come on,
0: bubblegum, yeah, like bubble bubble for me. Hey.
2: Yeah, it's Sweet Jay and you know that I came to play. This ain't no show, homie, this is how I give praise. Have some better days I'm whipping out the haze Bleeding from the battle But there ain't no other way Finally found the light After living in the dark Ran my own race Now it's time to restart I done gained some new smarts Like my name is Tony Stark And I look out into this crowd And all I see are works of art So put your hands up If you really love yourself Waiting to the side If you feel like no one else Ain't no need to hide If you come out of the gutter Cause we all did too This is Team Overcomer Put your hands up If you really love yourself Waiting to the side if you feel like no one else, ain't no need to hide if you come out of the gutter, cause we all did too. This is Team Overcomer. Hey.
1: Rollin'.
0: What's up, guys? This is David Fraga, and this is the David Fraga Leadership Podcast. With me, I got co-hosting Brandon Diaz. In the building. Yeah, and I got Sweet Jay with us as a guest. So, so Sweet Jay in the mix. Come on. <laughs> so this is awesome, guys. I love being able to get around these two amazing men because we always are having the best conversations. Let's I don't know if up. you guys always have that mm-hmm. in your lives where you just have some crazy awesome conversations that you can just go on and on and on about, but you actually get something out of it. You no, some yeah. other friends or family members, maybe it's an uncle or cousin, whatever it is. But I just have an awesome opportunity and an awesome, just it's an honor for just to be able to have you guys in my life and be in your guys' lives as well. And just being able to bounce off conversations. So mm. I want to kick us off right quick with the topic that we're going to have on this podcast. The topic is... On paper, decision-making and expectations. Uh. Yo, so I want to hear, uh, Brandon, your, your thoughts first about what what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that? On paper, decision-making and expectations. <laughs>
1: Dang, put me on the spot. Yeah. So things, it's, it's no question that I think things can sometimes look different on paper
0: than the overall expectation. What about you, Sweet Jay? What's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of mm. on paper decision making and expectations? On paper decision making and expectations. Well,
3: when you first brought it up, I instantly thought like instantly just because of the way I think is paper that money.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Money. If
3: you're if you're listening to this, it's uh, I'm making the money gesture with my hands right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's instantly what I think of um, because, dude. Paper decisions, money decisions are the hardest right now, and I'm learning that as I go in my early 20s, just how to discern my finances correctly and get an actual budget. Mm. Hey, Um, come on. I know that's not what you mean by this topic, but that's literally the first thing I think of.
0: Yeah, honestly, though, uh, when I first kind of had this topic downloaded in me, I uh, didn't think about that. But when you and I talked about it the other night, uh, it it allowed me to actually process even further uh, the in-depth of this topic. So... What I was thinking as soon as I had this downloaded me is on paper decision making, how people can have plans and they can have expectations of going into either like ministry, going into a new job or starting a business or going into a new relationship. They, they have like on paper, this girl is amazing or on paper, this guy is amazing. On paper, this job is exactly what I want. But why is it that I'm disappointed? Mm. Or why is it that it's not what I expected?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Definitely. So
0: that's what I thought. But when you said on paper, uh, like paper as in money, I was like, how many times do we make decisions based on how it will benefit us? Mm-hmm. So I was like, dang, that's a good kind of a segue we can go into. Yeah. But uh, uh, I think, I think <coughs> the best thing we should start out with is kind of um, why like our motives are such a huge part of why we make decisions. And so, what you and I were talking about, Sweet Jay, mm-hmm. um, was how you can make decisions based on the heart. Elaborate on that a little bit more. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like, I think um, it's kind of a problem sometimes, and I'm just not realizing it. I would make decisions based on how I felt. Like, let's say it's helping out a person or something. Right. It's I would either feel bad or I would... It, it'd be my heart to instantly help them. But sometimes that's not what God wants. Sometimes... He has things set in place already to help that person. And me doing that because of how I feel hmm. is, could, could potentially slow that process down. Wow. So that's not what I want to do, and that's what I'm realizing um, day by day is not to make decisions on my heart um, or based on how good it looks on paper, but it's like a mix of both and just discerning with God. What what what's best? What's the best move for you? Huge discernment.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. And I think it, it it boils down to the approach and the pursuit. It's a heart heart posture thing too. Yeah. So if something looks good on paper to us as a man for me, um, it makes it easier to pursue. It makes it easier to get comfortable in pursuing whatever it is. Like mm. this is it for me. So I'm gonna just settle. Like this is it. But then when all of a sudden, what what's, what was on paper, what you thought, uh, doesn't start to match up or link up with your expectations. Then all of a sudden, it's easy to flip the perspective on, well, what's on paper, maybe, I don't know, there's, there's, there's discernment,
0: I believe. Mm. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Are expectations bad? Mm. Either or. Because because here's the deal. People, okay, let, me, let me elaborate a little bit more. There are so many people who give counsel. And I'm not gonna try, like, I'm not gonna name drop anyone or counsel or anything, or nothing like that. But but it's true. Like we say, hey, when you are gonna go into this meeting to meet with this person, or when you are gonna talk to this one person for about about a relationship potentially, or on a date or whatever, go in without any what expectations. expectations. Mm-hmm. How many times do we hear that? Mm-hmm. And to me, that's frustrating because I get to a point where it's like, okay, how can I not have an expectation if I'm expecting? if I'm hoping maybe mm. something is going to come out that I think is good sure but hope is still having somewhat of an expectation in something mm-hmm. that something is surely going to happen towards a direction that you are wanting right so let me ask you that mm. uh Brandon what do you think expectations are good
1: I think it it, it really like it goes back to the heart posture I think right. you can have good expectations but I think when the expectations are I'll I'll put it this way. When the expectation that I have is based on my benefit, what I'm going to get out of it, I think that's when it can be unhealthy. Right. But if if the expectation is I want God to be glorified through whatever this is, you know, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a business opportunity, if you if you bring God into the picture and say I want this to benefit the kingdom, I think that's when it becomes a healthy good expectation. Hmm. And we have to discern where we fit in. In that process, mm.
0: by <laughs> I think
3: um that's good, that's crazy, no, nah, that's good, I just think subconsciously, we do have expectations yeah. in all in all things in all decision making mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think having it, it, it's like a fine line between having the expectations and having entitlement towards towards whatever that is, sure, yeah, so that's good yeah. like not like staying in, in in those lanes, like not saying I deserve whatever this is. Right, not expecting it, but just like, I, know, I guess, being hopeful would be the best thing. Because otherwise, if you're expecting too much, that's when you start leaning towards the entitlement, and that's a no no
0: for sure. And I so. and I think I think the big the big, a big part of that element for that to work, you know, having that hope, and having a healthy expectation is what I want to call it. Because mm. I don't think it's a good or a bad thing. It can be a bad thing to have expectations, but it can also be a good thing to be expectant of something. You know, um you know, one thing I always like to pray and and tell people is like, "Hey, be expectant that the Lord is going to use whatever the situation you're going through for his glory." Right. And it's and it's going to yeah. be exactly where he's calling you into. But I think the big word that we you guys keep saying is discernment. Mm-hmm. So, I I want to kind of talk about that a little bit. What does discernment look like to each of you? Because yeah. I feel as if if you can define a term, if you can truly define the term of discernment or wisdom or what you see strength as being, yeah. if you can define it based on the biblical foundation of what Jesus says that is, then you are walking alongside that path of truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then you can, the decisions you make, you can um, not compare it to the Bible, but you can you can see how even though in the midst of that storm, you have peace because you're walking in truth. Mm-hmm. Right? You're walking in that life step by step. So mm-hmm. so going back to that full circle, yeah. what is discernment and what's the difference between that and wisdom? Because people say, "Hey, be wise in this." Or or "Hey, like have discernment in how you approach this conversation." Gauge this conversation or what have discernment in doing ministry or f- mm-hmm. for example. So yeah. what do you think, Brandon?
1: Um I'm going to process that, but I will say um There and I like that you said wisdom because we all know that there's worldly wisdom, right? But then there's heavenly wisdom. So Mm -hmm. it's like which are you basing, like which truth are you really embracing? Which truth are you allowing to pour into your decision making process? Mm -hmm. Um, And and I think that takes intentionality with obviously getting in the Word, um, which is something I'm really you know doing in this season that I've never really. I've done before, but it's 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 more about being intentional and reading specific stories and books that apply to the current season that you're in. But right. mm-hmm. yeah, um, for me, just like
3: growing up, discernment was based off of what other people told me it was. So like right. my mom for a big example, it was discerning spirits, like and that's biblical, like. <clears throat> knowing whether or not this is the Holy Spirit talking, knowing whether or not the person talking to me has the Holy Spirit or not. that was That's what discernment meant for me for a long time. But now I realize we can use it in all aspects of life, all big decisions of yeah, life. for sure. Um, so, yeah. And just like, even if it's little things, I mean, whether it's a relationship with a, with a new girl or a relationship like having a dude, we still need to discern that because we don't know if that person is good for our for our lives. So when I think of it now, it's like, why not bring every decision up to our father and just have that conversation with him? Right. You know, yeah. like that's gonna help us out ultimately, whether it's finances, whether it's career, anything.
1: Sure. And, the, and that just reminded me. So, the process that my father has always instilled in me when it comes to discerning and decision making, uh, there's three things, three points. So, one, does it line up with God's word? What does the Lord's word say about it? Mm. Two, does godly counsel agree? So what is godly counsel? People that know you personally, but then also people that know the Lord. So that's godly counsel. Do they agree with what you're about to do? Does it line up with his word? Does, it, does godly counsel agree? In three, does it give you peace? That's like the biggest thing. Hmm. Um, so when it comes to discerning something, for me, I make sure I'm always addressing those three things to kind of gauge where I'm at. Because when you, when you intentionally address those three things, the truth comes out no matter what. It whether it's feelings your emotions stuff that's like below the surface it'll be exposed Ooh. and and you just gotta trust the, the Holy Spirit to kind of maneuver you through those emotions to really say okay let's be real let me be honest with myself you know yeah. what I'm saying and I think that comes with vulnerability that comes with engaging in conversations like this and obviously like I said with godly counsel people that you know mentors people you look up to people that know you people that know the Lord
0: that's Ooh. good no I love that and Kind of like what I was mentioning before we started was just like discernment and wisdom are two separate things. And you said earlier that wisdom, there's the worldly wisdom and the heavenly wisdom, right? So where are you basing your decisions off? What truth? And I love that because uh, wisdom, if you even look this up on the dictionary or um, anywhere, a lot of sources say that wisdom is applied knowledge. Mm. You're applying knowledge, right? But where are you getting that knowledge from? So I love how you said that. Yeah. The second part of this is discernment. And so I see that there is a difference between discernment and wisdom. Discernment is based off of experiences, based off of what you just said just now, having that godly counsel. Um, how are you basing your decisions off of and who are you bringing in? Is this aligning with the word or is this aligning with the world? Right. Mm, right. So that, that's one of the biggest things that is the difference between discernment and wisdom. And discerning takes time. Yeah. The one thing I really loved about the three-step process that you just said is that it's a process. Mm -hmm. And too often, how often do we make decisions based on our own version of a process and not a process of a godly perspective? Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, just want to take a quick break in order to give you guys a quick plug-in. All that being said, I'm going to dive right into it. So go to www.kingdominitiative.org kingdominitiative.org. And there we have a campaign that we're about to launch. And you guys will be the first to know that campaign, which is Better Together 2020. Essentially, all we do is we reach out to the homeless in the city of Dallas. And we need help fundraising. We need volunteers coming up soon. However, right now we just need fundraising in order to feed the homeless, in order to feed them, in order to reach out to them and just connect. We want to build relationships. We want to love these guys and we want to help them get help. Right. All that being said, Let's dive right back into this episode. So I love that. Mm. But, um, here, okay, so this is my struggle right here, guys. It may not be y'all's struggle, but this is my struggle right here. When, so going back towards expectations and on paper, when I make a decision and being intentional, right, we are called to live intentional lives. So therefore... Okay, if I need to live an intentional life, what does that mean? Okay, Matthew 28, 18 and 19, which is to go, therefore, out to make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Mm. So that being said, me serving in ministry, this nonprofit kingdom initiative that we are a part of, what I have an expectation in it, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, yo, I'm messed up maybe, but I really do have an expectation in it. I'm yeah. expectant in the outcomes that will come from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what will come from it but this is what I'm at least expectant of. And I'm expectant and have an expectation that we are gifts that we have. We're going to use them to expand the kingdom, to disciple and to equip people using media. Yeah. That is my expectation. And for this next generation to be brought up to be kingdom men and women, that I have that expectation. And, and I think that's a good expectation. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it's healthy, but um, what, what, what is kind of maybe the the strongholds in you guys eyes in ministry because when you're serving or when you're investing time kind of going back to the beginning sweet jay you talked about mm-hmm. how we talked about on paper decision making sounds almost like making money mm-hmm. decision making you're investing something it may not be money may not be monetary but it could be time mm-hmm. it could be you know your equipment that you have it could be your gifts that you've been given you know from god but whatever or people you're connecting with right, right. you're investing something in even if you're giving that freely you kind of expect it or expecting i am at least that they're going to use that well yeah. to mm-hmm. be for a positive impact so does that make sense like yeah, yeah. so what what kind of what what's a pitfall that people can fall into having an expectation like that well it's definitely for me
3: like having that expectation and being okay if they fail yeah like right now, I'm I'm a mentor for this student named King, and he is amazing, and I I give him my time and my heart, right? And but the downfall is if he fails one day, I can't take that too personally because at the end of the day, he's living his life. Sure. You know. So, ah man, just putting my heart out there is so tough because my my biggest love language is empathy for sure. That's good. And just discerning like, yeah, I can give them my no, i i just need to learn not to give them my all because not yet anyway because it's a process and if i give them my all too quick and they do fail i'm going to be human and i'm going to hurt yeah but i need to not expect them not to not to say that i'm expecting them to fail but just to say like it's okay you know
0: right and and i uh, i was going to say man that's just showing grace
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And in the
0: same way, like, you know, for me, dude, I, I fail so much, dude. Mm. Like even some, some areas where, um, I don't even tell you guys sometimes because I'm, I'm just so embarrassed. I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm, they're expecting me to do this. And maybe you guys are, Mm. but for me, there's that voice that says, Hey, you still need to work harder work harder. Mm -hmm. And, and I need to understand that his grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. So. If his grace is sufficient for me that's the same grace I need to extend it to others but like you said, having that discernment mm. um, that there is a process to things you yeah. know but uh B what do you think what pitfalls what are some areas about even grace that-
1: I think um it's one thing to extend grace to other people it's an entirely something different to extend it to yourself mm. that's where that's where I struggle um and and going you know piggybacking off of what jay was saying i think it's it is a process and you and it's a timing so when you when you're in that process and you have to really rely and 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 pursue the lord's timing and just kind of submit to his timeline and okay where do i fit in in this person's life and and make sure that it just goes back to stewardship in my mind yeah uh you know really making Mm -hmm. sure that you're stewarding you know or mentoring you know whoever, whoever it is or whatever but um when you were talking about david um healthy expectations and stuff, I think for me, I automatically think about faith. Like, okay, I have healthy expectations for KI, but I think that really stems off of my faith that because God has done certain things up to this point, I know that He's going to continue to be faithful Mm. regardless. And I think when we have that mindset of just putting the focus not on the circumstance, not on the choice or the decision... I'm going to put the the weight on the fact that God is faithful. I think that's when he really reveals um, what we're supposed to do, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes the pressure off for me. Um, but again, going back to grace, we're human. And so emotions can get involved. But at the end of the day, if you're continually, consistently coming back to the Lord saying, I feel this way, and that's the thing. This is really important. I think a lot of times too, uh, when it comes to, uh, and I don't want to get off track. What was the question?
0: So, what are some pitfalls? Pitfalls. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: a big pitfall in my mind is not going to the Lord with our frustrations, with our that's good um,
0: expectations, maybe even? with yeah,
1: with with like, the things that you know we're thinking in the back of our mind. And for yeah. me, I can say. Well you know God doesn't want to hear me complain, I'm not going to bring mm. that to him, but in reality, we have to mm. because ultimately that's where the truth comes out. We can empty ourselves in order to be filled and, and then he meets us in a place where okay, you've voiced how you feel and that's being honest with with our Father, right and I think that's all he desires from us because when we're honest with him, we're communicating when we're communicating, you know he can he can respond,
0: mm. you know what I'm saying mm. That's so good. And I I love how that that's really good. And, uh, even David in the Bible, if you read through the Psalms, man, there's like the first part of them, some of them, not all of them. It seems like he's complaining a (laughs) lot. Yo, low key. But then he, he, he then shifts his eyes and his perspective.
1: That's so good. I remember
0: that. Yeah. and, And it's so good. And he's like, but God, you're still good. And you're still for me. But, um, this is hard, but God, you're so good. You're so for me. Exactly. I hate this. Why did you bring me these men, That 300 rugged men? They're not even my friends, but you're so <laughs> you're still faithful. Yeah, and you're exactly. so faithful. Mm. And, but it's so good because those 300 men that God brought in his life that were rugged and rough were the same men that put him on the throne one day, you know, mm. that were with him, that were faithful, that, were, that stuck it out, right? So all that being said, like, as a leader, you know, I think uh, what, I want to ask you guys a little bit more what are what are a good way to look at expectations because like you said i think expectations to a certain extent is a desired outcome that we have mm-hmm. when we make a decision when we invest time or resources in something or someone we have maybe this expectation or desired outcome so as so this is a leadership podcast right mm. so i want i want to i want to touch base on maybe maybe one or two key things for a leader to maybe, should we follow on paper, you know, mm. stats and, and figures, or should we follow our heart, but is our heart evil, you know, mm. or should, mm. or should we, you know, how should we do this thing? And, and I know we talked a little bit about the process earlier, but as a leader, what is a good way to have good expectations? Mm. So mm. either, one, either one of you go, go off of that.
1: It's <laughs> a good way to have good expectations.
3: Yeah. I think it's having that um that good mix of both. Right. Um to where if it looks good on paper that means there's something there, right? Right. But also um I guess finding that discernment. I mean, gosh, like if if both made sense at the same time, if it made sense on paper and it's and your spirit and discernment is saying, "Yes, this is good." The Lord is saying, "Yes, this is good." Right. That's like key confirmation for me you know <laughs> yeah, it, that's that. what happened here with KI yeah. mm-hmm. the timing of my life and how we all met made sense with my heart and then when you brought up the paper everything all that made sense too right so for me that was instant confirmation mm-hmm. that was the Lord saying yo this is for you this needs to be for you and in that way that's what brought the expectation of okay something's good is something good is gonna come out of this because right. so many things went wrong before I met you guys Right. So many things had to go wrong before we got to this point, so it's like, yo, now I'm expect. Before I was expecting turmoil and darkness, now I'm expecting the light
1: and for hope to spread.
3: That's so good. it's like, yeah. yo.
1: So you would say, because of your experience with this, it's it's helped build your trust in mm-hmm. what God is doing. Definitely. That's so, I think, yeah, so I think. So I think that's what I feel. That's what I hear when I think about. Well, how do I consistently? Have good expectations, what does that look like to stay there? and I think that's the key, just consistency, allowing your experiences that God exposes you, exposes you to you know all the opportunities He brings you um to just allow it to build your trust in him, mm-hmm. not your trust in the world, not your trust in yourself and right. your own capability, like, oh, I got this, no, it's consistently coming back to okay, the Lord has presented this to me it's mm-hmm. it's a there's a humility. There's a humbling process that I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think that's so good. in order to make consistent, healthy, good expectations, you have to humble yourself.
0: Period. You have to lay it down. Yeah, mm, man, and that's what humbling looks. Oh, it's so good, man. Mm. That is exactly what you if when you look in biblical context, Abraham did that. Mm-hmm. Jacob did that, and he, and he his name was changed to Israel. You know, Isaac did that. Joseph did that. Right, King David did that. And even though they failed in certain areas, they still laid down what was promised to them in a way, right? Mm, that's good. Like the like King David at a young age was anointed to become king. Yeah. You don't think there was a little bit of part of him that was like, yo, it's going to happen, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dang, gonna, yeah. But at the same time, he's like, no, I have to lay that down because I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm trusting God and his promises and he's a good God. And surely... Even in the midst of this circumstance, it doesn't look like a good promise. But surely goodness and mercy is going to follow me all my days. You sure. know what's dope
3: is he had to fail so many times before yeah, he got to right. that point. You know, process and man. I love that yeah. because he God chose to use that because He knew we were all going to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. We were going to get that promise, fail, <laughs> and and learn to
0: just rely on Him. So. That's good, man. That's awesome. Man, I I love... We could go on and on about this topic. You like, you know, expectations. How to make a decision on paper, right? Or not on paper. Because <laughs> out of the heart is, uh, you know, whatever flows out of the heart, the mouth speaks. But the heart is evil. Oh, gosh. Like, you know, we can go back and forth about so all this let's, rec- yeah, let's recap. But, but let's recap. Anyways, yeah. Rewind. But, uh, so we talked about on paper decision-making and expectations, yeah. right? So we then talked about how... Uh, how to look at an expectation, the difference between discernment and wisdom. And then we talked about three things of of how to process a decision. Mm -hmm. You know, Brandon, you want to talk about those one more time?
1: Yeah. So just, um, does it line up? So when it comes to decision-making discernment, does what you're thinking, does what you're feeling, what you're wanting to do, does it line up with God's word? One, uh, does godly counsel agree? Godly counsel is people that know you personally and people that know the Lord. Um, and then does it give you peace? I think that's the biggest thing. Um, just understanding the difference between, you know, the Lord giving you peace and then and not and don't get me wrong, peace is not for a moment. It's actually a, a fulfilling, long lasting, you know, you don't feel it one day and it's gone the next. It's something that you really feel peace about. And, and what's so key is you can feel peace about something. And it, it'll ninety percent of the time it's not going to be what you wanted mm. in the, out of the situation, and that's
0: that's the Lord most of the time. So, um, and the next was the next thing we talked about was leadership. How how oh, first or first pitfalls we talked about some pitfalls grace. in ministry and grace, and then we talked about leadership and what it looks like to make decisions. You know, with that discernment. So, all that being said, guys. Thank you, Brandon, for mm-hmm. co-hosting this with me. Thank you, Sweet Jay, for coming mm-hmm. on, man. Yes, but, sir. Man, guys, I hope you guys are expectant for something good to happen in whatever season of life you're in. Absolutely. You know, expectant that God is surely going to use that for something amazing, and God is going to use that. Maybe it's it's not for you. Maybe it's for someone else. Right. So uh, I want to encourage you guys. I hope this podcast mm. serves an encouragement. Check us out on www.kingdominitiative.org. That is www.kingdominitiative.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at BigDogDiaz or BDVisuals. Mm. You can also find Sweet J at... Sweet J Raps. Sweet J. That's J with a J-A-Y. Yeah, the so way. Sweet yeah. J Raps. Or you can find me, guys, at the TheDavidFraga. So all that being said, guys... Peace and out. We love you guys. Bless up. Bless up. Uh,
2: uh, ain't no time to chill. This the season to work. Never worry about the cheddar, only getting dessert. Had to struggle just to get here, homie, talking to her. Rather travel side of van than to leave in the hurt Yeah, this ain't really practice. This is how I rehearse. You don't really need a building if you're looking for church. Got my team right behind me, memorizing the verse. All cycles being broken. Yeah, we lifting the curse. Uh.